Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And uh, we are sort of low energy today. I think that it is probably because it's been a very politically upsetting week, and we're not going to talk about that. We're going to do other stuff instead. Plus, it's very rainy today, and that's really affecting me. I kind of dig it, though. I went out earlier, and I didn't really have a plan. You know how sometimes you just need to, like, get out of the house and do stuff? Mm-hmm. So it's just yes. sort of wandering around. And it's, like, chilly and rainy and gray, and I don't know. I like that. It feels like like the world is full of possibilities in that moment. Yeah, I, I mean, like, like it, it if I go out, but rain. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go out, so it's like, ugh, everything sucks. So many people are all like, oh, it's sunny out, it's a nice day out, so we should go outside, but the sun feels like a giant laser that's just, like, yes. grinding all of the life force out of you. Yes. People are like, oh, you know how it's nice when you, you lie in the, the sun for a while and then you feel energized? No, I feel exhausted and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I I always forget that when I do stuff. Like, if I go to, like, a renaissance fair or, like, a, a f- carnival or something that's happening outside, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be so fun. I'm going to do these 12 things. And, like, if they were indoors, I could do that easily. But when it's outside, it's like, oh, my God, I got one caramel apple, and now I need to lay in, like, a cool-down tent and have somebody spray water into my mouth until I recover. I kind of like the sun. Why? Uh, I don't. I don't like it all the time, but uh, sometimes if it's like a, the we get like a week of spring and fall now um, because we've ruined the planet Mm -hmm. with uh, smog. But it's like, it's nice if it's like sixty degrees out. But then that remaining, uh, the remaining warmness is made up for with with just the heat from a little bit of extended sun time. Uh, It's nice. Mm-hmm. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, it just it seems so exhausting to me. I mean, Jeff, you blame everything in the world on our Britishness, but I think this might actually be our Britishness. Yeah, probably. Like, I really do love gray, rainy days. <laughs> I also uh, like a, a good gray day uh, as long as it's temperate. But uh, I don't know. Nothing quite quite beats uh, either. Like sixty-five, no wind, or seventy-five and enough breeze to to blow that sunlight yeah. off of your arms. Seventy-five <laughs> is too hot. Yes, I don't ever want it to get above seventy. Yes, agreed. Mm, I can't go above seventy-five. Like when people are like, "Oh, it's eighty-five out. Let's go to the beach." I'm like, mm, "Do they have air conditioning at the beach?" Because <laughs> seriously, you just saying that made me feel like I was going to throw <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I mean that feeling where it's warm enough that you're like, oh, it's like warm springtime. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick out my outfit. I'm gonna have some light layers. And as soon as you get outside, you're like, fuck. If I don't strip all the way down to my tank top, I'm gonna throw off. Yeah, like, oh, it's 85 out. Sorry, I can't <laughs> hang out. My tank tops in the wash. <laughs> I have one tank and I don't top. I don't even own a tank top, so I just have to lay under my bed and cry. <laughs> 
You just wear your sports bra on those days. <laughs> I don't have exactly. one of those. I just have the Jordan Jesse Go Get Em, Get Em, Get Em tank top, and it's my only tank top. <laughs> and I'm That's disappointed. Okay. Too many people wear tank tops. Yeah, Even but though you... I just said that I do also, I don't like seeing people's armpits. Yeah, I don't like seeing anything that anyone... Any flesh is probably bad. But Jeff only wears his tank top when he's uh, rollerblading to 80s hits in the park, right? Uh, that is usually... I have the tank top uh, tucked into the back pocket of my hot pants. And you got those little pastel uh, flower uh, barrettes in your beard? Jeff, I know that I'm kind of joking, but I think this could be an awesome new direction for you. Uh, no, I'm too I self-conscious you... of my giant belly. I think if you just, like, full-on went into it and just threw yourself into being that guy at your local park, and just, like, an hour a day, you were, like, jazzercise rollerblading to a boombox, that would be a fresh fucking look for you. Nah, I get arrested for presumptive pedophilia. (laughs) They feel like, ah, this guy definitely bags kids, look at him. Oh, man, but then they would be so in awe of your sweet moves. (laughs) They were, they're sour moves. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's cool, too. You could have a shirt that says sh- Sour Moves. But I wouldn't be I'd wearing buy- it. It would be tucked into the back pocket of my hot pants. We discussed <laughs> yes, exactly. this already. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You could paint it on your belly. <laughs> now I'm just starting to look like a Mad Max character in this fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're so close to being the end times anyway, Jeff. Like, you could be the thing that pushes it over. And isn't that what you want for your life? Yeah, I guess let's all move to Australia and I'll start going around shirtless with sour moves painted on my belly and like some sort of some sort of beard jewelry made from discarded bullet shells. I think yeah, that's appropriately and... Mad Max. Yeah, sure. Great. And I will have a uh, guitar amp surgically sewn onto my back and then just scream random words in different languages into a microphone while walking around wearing a gas mask. Nice. And I know a little bit of soldering, so I'm pretty sure I can make a deathmobile. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> what's your what's your persona going to be? Just deathmobile driver? Mm, probably. Okay. Isn't that that's every fourth character in every Mad Max movie. Yeah, I'll though. just wear a bunch of grease and have a big <laughs> monkey wrench all the time. Ooh, wait, <laughs> instead of wearing a bunch of grease, what if you wore a bunch of grease memorabilia and you had like a pink ladies jacket? That'd be pretty That's Mad pretty Max good. future. Yeah. Pink ladies jacket over a like jumpsuit, like a uh, construction worker jumpsuit. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. And then you could, you could have your hair all up in a beehive and sing beauty school dropout while killing people with a crowbar. That seems like a Mad Max character. Mm, this is more like Fallout fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I I actually think that we're probably pretty close to Borderlands, if anything. Oh right now. yeah, exactly. Mm, when true. I said Fallout fan fiction, what I meant was Borderlands regular fiction because that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands is already Fallout fan <laughs> yeah. fiction. It's like, oh hey, what if Fallout was uh, fun to play and had the fun world. That's Borderlands. <laughs> I, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I really like both Fallout and Borderlands, but Borderlands is definitely a lot less depressing when you play it, even though it's also set in a horrible future apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I like Fallout fine, but it is pretty much designed to make you sad. Yes. <laughs> I think that that's kind of cool, actually, that there are video games now that aren't just there to make you entertained. Like, we're really getting into an area where video games are evoking a lot of different emotions, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, my I favorite don't need video games to make me more depressed, though. <laughs> I want fun, colorful <laughs> video games to make me less depressed. My favorite. What's your favorite <laughs> new emotion that you've had from a video game? Mine is sad about teen lesbians. <laughs> uh, I guess mine. Well, I just played Super Hot a couple weeks ago, all the way through because it was super short. Uh, and I guess it's called Super Short. <laughs> you just have to add two letters to it. <laughs> uh, um, I guess the emotion that I got out of that was like uh, really excited about being confused. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. I think Portal pioneered that emotion. <laughs> yes, it felt very much like Portal. And mine is uh, being delighted at seeing the little Alolan meowths move their hands around when you talk to them. <laughs> oh, they're so cute! They'll high five you in the uh, in the cleanup thing. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, what are they doing with their hands? You can't talk, you crazy cat. (laughs) Yeah, but they do know American Sign Language. (laughs) Alolan Sign Language, thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, there you go, ASL. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty, pretty, meowth pretty. (laughs) That's the only thing they say, though. (laughs) Yeah. That says there's only two words in Alolan Sign Language. Dark types are very vain. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So what did you do on the internet this week, Matt? Uh, okay, so just touching on very gently the stuff that's been happening politically, and I'm not going to get into bummer territory, I promise, um, but yesterday was the Million Woman March, and there were lots of protests all over the world, and that's awesome, and I 100% support everyone who marched. The best thing I think I saw is, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, a video from Walt Disney World where Main Street USA, which is the sort of, like, old-timey U.S. street in uh, the Magic Kingdom, um, they had a group of, like, a choir of women dressed up as suffragettes, pretending it was 1918, or what, what year did the women get the vote? 1817? 1985. I, I believe they were in L.A., though. Oh, is it L.A.? Well, it doesn't matter which one it is, but it's in no, one that... of the Disney World. Oh, okay. The ones I saw were were in a full co- full costumes but they were definitely not in Disney World. No, 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 no. Disneyland. This was in this was a sanctioned Disney World thing okay. in Disney World. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw a link and, to this somewhere. And uh yeah, they were in like you know, 1918 costumes or whatever and they were wearing suffragette sashes and they sang the song Sister Suffragette from Mary Poppins while walking up and down the square and it's so amazingly awesome even though that song might be kind of not great in terms of respecting women, but other than that, I think it's pretty good. Well, it's an They're old kind of Disney limited. song. It's gotta disrespect someone. I I think they were genuinely trying their best, but it is very like reductivist about the suffragette movement. Yeah. Well, they didn't have a lot of choice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what were they gonna say? Friend like me? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a, uh, a tweet I saw earlier this week. It was, uh, Zip, it was someone like on uh, Splash Mountain, and it was like zippity doo dah, and they go, "Hey Disney, who sang that originally?" And it's just like a bunch of ellipses, and then Disney says back, "No one." 
Well, this is something that came up a long time ago when Louisa and I were in Disney World together, and I said this, and I think it was your, <clears throat> I think it was Louisa's Twitter icon for a while afterwards. Um, but they have a bunch of parades all day, and one of the parades yeah. has Sebastian the Crab leading it, <laughs> and Sebastian yeah. the Crab in that movie hates fun. He hates and it. The he land. Want... <laughs> well, that too. But like his whole thing is that you shouldn't have fun, and it, like that it should be the don't have fun parade where everyone just walks quietly. He says yeah. it's fine to have fun as long as you're undersea and playing Caribbean jams. Mm, he doesn't mean it though. He only says that because <laughs> he's trying he wants to trick to go her onto land. Yeah, yeah. Yes. he wants her to just make a uh, politically advantageous marriage and stop making trouble. Exactly, because, like, he says you can have all this fun, but then when she goes off to try to, like, sit in a dark cave by herself, which is the least fun thing, he comes and is like, you're having too much fun! Stop it! (laughs) Well, that is fun for her, to look at all her, uh, dinglehoppers. Okay, but still, apparently that's too much fun for (laughs) Sebastian the Crab, who hates fun. Well, he's just a fuddy-duddy. Who is Ariel supposed to marry in that movie? Is there a merman that she's betrothed to? I don't no. think so, but her sisters talk about her not being, like, like not towing the party line on being a princess, I guess. Mm. It's weird, because they say she's the most popular one, like, the whole musical number at the beginning, at the, like, it ends with, like, our and our best sister that everyone loves and thinks is the best is Ariel, and then she's not there because she's missing practice, and that's how the whole plot begins. But my question is, why does anyone like Ariel? She, she seems kind of shitty yeah, <laughs> to she, the mermaids. She's like a weird otaku. She's just obsessed with collecting her surface world memorabilia and sitting alone looking at it. Yeah, I mean, like, imagine if you were, like, wandering around and you had one friend, and every time you were like, hey, I'm having a great day, how are you doing? And their response was like, oh, I'm sad, I wish that I could go drown myself in the ocean. (laughs) Wouldn't you be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it'd be more like, you know, I really wish I was a horse. Look, I drew a bunch of pictures (laughs) of me as a horse. Do you want to (laughs) I've known people like that, and stop talking to them. It's, uh, it's like that one, it's like, well, one friend is a, a low estimate. It's like that group of friends uh, everyone had in high school who were super obsessed with anime and wanted to move to Japan and collected, like, all anime statues all the time and, like, anime DVDs. That's Ariel. I, no joke, had a f- quote-unquote friend in high school who, like, drew dragons on everything and had pictures of dragons everywhere and got a tattoo of a dragon and talked about nothing but dragons that didn't own any shirts that didn't have dragons on them and kept on, like, hinting that she wished she was a dragon. And obviously I never spoke to her except for when I absolutely had to, but, like, that's exactly what this person is. I mean, doesn't everyone wish they were a dragon, though? Not Mm. actively. Like, I feel like if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, you want to be a dragon? I'd be like, uh, sure. But I don't think I ever yeah. really think about I it. Never, I'm never seeking out a wizard to turn me into a dragon, but if one showed up, I wouldn't kick him out of my house. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, all of the Disney princesses are kind of dickbags. Like, they all suck. The only one I can think of that seems like she'd be really cool was is the one from the Frog Prince. Uh, what's her face? Tiana. She's great. <clears throat> She works hard. She has. She's a great cook. She's a charismatic yeah, like, business owner. She didn't want to go yeah. on that adventure. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> I guess this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no one actually wants to be friends with somebody who does nothing but complain about not having adventures. Yeah, I think it's like 
I mean, you want to appeal to kids, and the, like, primary tween demographic is disaffected literature snobs, so they're (laughs) all gonna, like, Disney is going for that demo, so of course their main characters are gonna, their main flaw is gonna be that they're loners and no one understands how deep and cool they are. Well, also, if your main character is female, you kind of do have to set up the context that they're expected to do boring things, but they want to do fun things. If it's a male main character, they don't have to spend the time doing that setup. They can Mm. just do fun things because they want to. Yeah, that's because the past is bad. Oh, you know what? I guess Jasmine's pretty cool. The present is also not great. The future will also be bad. <laughs> Heard it here yeah. first. Uh, Jasmine's not that great. She's so sad that she's so like she's not the one. She's the one person not starving to death in that. City. She's friends with a tiger. Uh huh. How is that I better? Mean, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, because everyone loves Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> I mean, I guess that tiger does viciously attack anyone who tries to be friends with Jasmine. So maybe it's not great. She's probably not popular. Yeah, she definitely is expected to marry somebody. Yeah, she's probably not popular at Agrabah High. <laughs> yeah. Also, that tiger should be in its natural habitat. I'm pretty I'm sure its natural habitat is a big Arabian palace. <laughs> yeah. It was There's definitely so born there. The desert. <laughs> it's like, you guys saw this whole thing about circuses getting shut down and the Ringling Brothers circus closing after all of the protests and stuff. Did you see this? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah is it? Yes. I don't know. Um, well, like, okay, so the main reason why people stopped going <laughs> and started boycotting it is because of animal cruelty, and yes, that is awful, but, like, Ringling Brothers did stuff to address that several years ago and had people come in and, like, uh, uh, like judge them independently to make sure they weren't violating anything and we're still treating the animals well and stuff and then people were like yeah you did that but we're still gonna boycott you i guess until you die bye i don't know why they just don't try elephants and stuff and that's not good all we know about elephants right but what oh the elephants are gonna gonna be so much better off now starving to death yeah that's right Here's what I want, though. They, we've got Cirque du Soleil, so we've got weird human psychosexual stuff, if you want to see that in a circus. What I yeah. want to come back I think is... that's the slogan of Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got weird, but in weird humans. Are you horny for classic. clowns? Come to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the but, name of uh... their new thing next year. Every year they come up with one, and this one's horny for clowns. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to see more dog circuses because those are adorable that sounds pretty great just the word i don't know anything about it dogs like to learn little tricks and catch rings and like jump up on people's backs like eh, it would be adorable i've been to a dog circus but years ago yeah i don't know i just think that the the people who are like doing circus stuff it's kind of sad for them because they're real good at like being acrobats (laughs) and now there's no more jobs for that ever yeah, the, uh, the yeah, but only if you're a weird European clown. That's what I was going to say. I wish that they had kind of <laughs> just shifted and been like, all right, we're not going to do animal stuff, but there's still like a billion other circus things. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hey, they did that. They started a one of that and people boycotted that too because people are fucking idiots and they'll boycott stuff without really... But they still had the other one with the elephants. Yeah. 
That's yeah, so yeah. don't go to that one, but no, still go to the other one. Money. I'm fine with mm. boycotts, but uh, someone should start like a crazy like burlesque. The parts of burlesque that are like we're super obsessed with fashions of the twenties. Like just do that, but just a circus. There are no good aspects of uh, amateur burlesque in the modern day, and that's the only kind there is anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I'm There's... saying you don't do the burlesque part, but you do that sort of thing. Mm. You just do the tricks. Like, you're really good with swords or something, and you do that. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I think that they should have people juggling chainsaws and swallowing swords. That would be awesome. Yeah. But I don't think people would go to that as the problem. Yeah, I think that's a people problem. Yeah, it's not a it's not a Ringling Brothers problem. I don't think they tried hard enough. They were just like, well, people don't like us having the animals, even if we have an alternate show without them. So let's just not even even bother trying. Because maybe people would have gone if they had just gotten rid of the animal show altogether. But then what do you do with those animals? Where are they going to go now? Animal sanctuaries. <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest part though. to worry about. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's not a thing. They're not going to get thrown into a meat grinder. There are animal <laughs> sanctuaries for uh, big, like, former yeah. performing things and stuff like that. Listen, guys, I'm saying that this is a thing that's happening now because the circus is shutting down. They are having a real problem finding places for these animals to go. Mm. I'm not making this up. This is a thing that's happening in real life. Yeah, but the solution isn't let's prop up the circus forever so they can get new elephants when these ones die. Well, fine. I mean, you know, I still think that there's something to be said for the, like, uh, art of circusness. Yeah. And it's sad to me that that's going away forever. I guess they could have yeah. been like, we're not going to get any new animals. Kind of like how SeaWorld did. Yeah, mm. that might have been okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of a bummer. I, I preferred when we were making fun of Disney princesses. Uh, Louisa, what have you been up to on the internet? Um, uh, Looking at all the usual things we've been looking at this week, so I won't talk about the, any of those. And, uh, I don't know. Recipes like I like. I made a new chocolate cake. That was pretty good. You seem uh, what to be was very new about upset it? about it. I've never made it before. Oh, you I seem, see. You, you seem to be very upset about it on Twitter, though, about it looking messy. Yeah, it does look very messy. The thing is, it's a Brooklyn blackout cake, which is uh, apparently was invented for the famous uh, Brooklyn blackout of the 70s, early 70s. Mm-hmm. So what is it, and, like, no uh, bake? You just mix it in a bowl and then eat it all? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, blackout, can't cook. No, it was in commemoration of the blackout. They didn't make it during the blackout. <laughs> no, it's during the blackout they made it, but they had to cook it over, uh, like, um, barrels with a fire going in it. Yeah. But anyway, so you have four cake layers, but one of them you crumble up into crumbs, and then you put this, like, pudding mousse stuff between the layers and all on the outside, and then you put the crumbs that you crumbled on top of that. So it's real messy, and I did not like that part of it. I like a there's messy an cake. Al- there's an awful lot of, uh, like, cakes out there that are just sort of, like, pudding and crumbles, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. I don't get that. That's not a cake. That's, that's a horror... <laughs> that's a travesty. <laughs> well, this is actually a cake, at least, underneath. Yeah. 
I see those ones that are, like, on the Great British Bake Off that are like, okay, there's this sponge cake, and then there's five inches of a dome of whipped cream, and then there's a layer of marzipan, and then there's jam, and then there's another layer of marzipan, and all of this stuff, and then I'm like, man, every other country has cool desserts, and ours are garbage. Yeah, true, but the Brooklyn Blackout Cake tastes pretty good, if nothing else. What's your favorite cool dessert from another country? There's so many, but uh, I really like um, uh, Crockenbush. Oh yeah, that okay. sounds That's dirty. So good. What is it? It's just it's just a bunch of cream puffs glued together with caramel. Ooh. Oh, so good. I I had a uh, I went to a, a fancy Greek restaurant a couple months ago, and I still think about the baklava on like a daily basis. Um, hmm. It's the the one in Highland Park, right near where your apartment used to be, Matt. I don't know if you ever went there. Yes, uh, I think so. But the uh, it it's literally just like like pre-made phyllo dough and honey and and like almonds or whatever kind of nut is in it. It's like th- yeah, three oh, yeah. three ingredients, and it was like the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> It's one of those things where I feel like the problem is there are so many national dishes that, like, have a history of this is our dessert that we've been working on for the past 700 years, and now this is how refined it is. And then America's like, yeah, we got that too. Uh, Quick, buy that, like, Oreo pie shell and we'll fill it with Cool Whip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. You can't do it. You can't shortcut a national dish. You can't. That's really a shame. I've talked about this a million times, but that companies were able to convince Americans post-war that the recipes your grandmother brought from Japan or Italy or Germany or whatever, uh, those are bad, and uh, you should be doing things only with canned ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the it, any the thing about America is that we don't have traditional things that are, like, from the immigrants. The traditional American things are Native American things, but the things that we associate with Americanism are mostly German. Hamburgers, hot dogs, apple pie. We also associate an awful lot of things we co-opted from slaves with America. Yes, that's true, too. Like, we gave we gave them the garbage food that we didn't want to feed uh, the people that we counted as people, and then they invented the most delicious foods from it. Yep. Uh, that's true of that's true of every great cuisine. Yeah, know. that's all true. It's all peasant food. All the best cuisines are made by the, the people with no food at all. Like, uh, the delicious Yorkshire pudding is uh, yeah. a, a food of people who can't afford meat, which is, like, currently the cheapest food. I can't imagine a time. Yeah. There's so much of that, though, where it's like, it's weird to me because I feel like all of the foods that were delicacies way back when are now garbage that people throw away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, the gizzards and stuff. Yeah, and like tongues and like uh, liver and stuff. Like, ugh, why did... Uh, is it just a cultural thing? If I had been born in the 1400s, would I have thought those were the best foods? Probably. Some people in our own family like liver. Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, I think people in our own family have proven themselves to be unreliable (laughs) narrators when it comes to food. That's true. I think it's just because those things are extremely rich with flavor, and they hadn't invented sugar yet, and salt was not in high demand, so it was like... And also, they hadn't invented refrigeration yet, so anything that didn't taste rotten. Yeah. 
It Which was liver like, kind of does all the time. Like if you want something that it tastes uh, super a lot, then it's got to be the liver because uh, we can't afford to salt the meat and we haven't uh, colonized sugar canes yet. <laughs> it's disturbing to read fish recipes from England and from America of the 1700s when if you were inland, your sauce for fish would have a lot of horseradish or mustard in it so that you couldn't taste how bad the fish tasted. Mm. <sighs> Horseradish sauce in a fish sounds good, though. Yeah, does, it does, but it would definitely cover up the taste of that fish. Does uh, does Dijon mustard have horseradish in it, or is it just that it's the same kind of spiciness as horseradish? Yeah, I think it's just the mustard. Okay, because I made a pork loin, a roast pork loin with a mustard glaze, and I don't love mustard, but I can deal with it, but it tasted so much like horseradish, it was really gross. Yeah, I think it's just the same type of oil compounds in your taste buds. Mm. Uh, I can't see what it makes it Dijon Dijon, except that it was made, it was, like, invented <laughs> in that place in France that is called that. Does it have wine in it? I feel like it does, but maybe not. Uh, the vinegar was replaced... Oh, a guy replaced the usual vinegar ingredient with something called verjuice, the acidic juice oh. of unripe grapes. That stuff is great. It's really hard to find. Yeah, that, hey, that's Jeff, how Dijon was made. Jeff, uh, in France, it's not called a guy. His name is Guy. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Pretty great. I Pretty don't great like mustard. Name. Am I wrong? Yes, mustard's delicious. I'm trying to learn to like it, and I can like mustard, generally speaking, but then yesterday I tasted this Dijon mustard, and I, I've said this before, horseradish tastes exactly like bleach smells to me, and this mustard tasted that same way, so something was wrong. I Jen like... really liked it. She likes mustard, and Ugh. she liked that dish, so clearly the problem is with me, and I accept this. You have this ability to force yourself to like things, but like the smell of mustard makes me gag. It takes a while. You have to really work at it to, to learn to like things, but it's totally worth it. I think I'm I okay mean, with beans now. Like, I'll have things that have beans in them. I won't just eat beans, but... <laughs> You're not a hobo yet. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I eat beans. I just eat beans sometimes. It's pretty good. I mean, I know I'm I know I'm the wrong one on, on the beans front, because, like, they don't taste. They're just, like, protein mush, and it should be fine to eat them, but I don't know. I just don't really like beans. <laughs> If yeah. you want some protein slurry, may I recommend Soylent <laughs> to you? Uh, you may not. <laughs> Stop recommending it's... it before they give us a sponsorship. Okay, fine. But hey, uh, Mr. Soylent, Joe Soylent, if you want a sponsorship, you you hit me up, because uh, them shits are expensive, and I'd like to get some for free. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> Mustard. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm. I like mustard a little bit now, more than I used to. But that Dijon was not what I was expecting it to taste like you at know all. What I keep trying to make myself like, and I'm not really being very successful. Nori, dried seaweed. Mm, very mm. bad. I went to a new ramen yeah. restaurant and I ordered it without without the friggin' runny egg or mushrooms in it. But I I <laughs> forgot to get it without the nori. But it was I fine. just wanted a bowl of broth then, basically. Yeah, well, broth, pork belly, and noodles. The three things that I like in a traditional ramen. <laughs> I, I like nori, guys. Sorry. No, it's gross. I like it. It's not bad. I didn't it mind it like sitting in there smell. flavoring the broth. 
It tastes like that smell when you have to pull a bunch of grass clippings out from under a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. No. Yeah. I like how th- how papery thin it is usually. I do think that it's a good texture, but I do not like the flavor of fishy water, which is what most uh, supposedly delicious Japanese snacks taste like. That's true. (laughs) Like, oh, here, it's this fish cracker. No, it just tastes like fishy water. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tolerate nori on sushi, because there's really no alternative. Oh, I don't like sushi. If there was an alternative, I would like that much better. That's the ultimate fishy water food. (laughs) A, I like sushi. B, I love agadashi tofu, which is basically just fried tofu with, with nori on it. And it's so good. My preferred Japanese staple food is one that is not really available in American restaurants. I've seen it. Beard Papa's. It's, <laughs> it's from the kids' menu, and it's called Beefy Noodles. Uh, it's, it's those little sausage octopi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's called Gudon, and it's like a food truck food oh, yeah. that is this yeah. like stewed beef and onion uh, mixture served over white rice with uh, with bitter uh, pickled ginger and uh, chili paste, and it's so good. Yeah. I like how... Um, Japanese restaurants, when you get soup, will often give you a, a container of broth and then a separate container of all of the things to put in the broth so it doesn't get soggy. Man, that's smart. Everyone, do that. That's pretty nice of them. Dear Campbell's. <laughs> give me two cans. <laughs> nah, I well, like those soggy noodles. Dried noodles and desiccated chicken pieces. <laughs> no, they should do, they should do like, those beer cans that have, like, a little container inside that releases the CO2 when you open it. <laughs> it should be like that, where there's a little, <laughs> a little smaller can inside your can full of dried <laughs> chunks of chicken, yeah. and it just explodes when you pull the tab. That's exactly what cup of soup is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, kinda. I, I want it to be like the yogurts that have granola in a cup on top, so that you yes. can see through to all the all the dried noodles and uh, chicken. <laughs> Gross. You, you know what's some in. bullshit? You know those yogurts that have the little triangle that you flip up and then scoop all the jam into the main yogurt body? Yep. Uh, that you that thing is too small to get your spoon into, and it's just impossible oh, to get yeah. all the jam out. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I feel that Why way bother? about with the honey, because there is no way to get that honey out of there. It's not yeah. going to move, because you had to keep the fucking thing in the fridge, so it's yeah. too hard. Ugh. Jeff, really... is your cat just going insane? Uh, he keeps meowing, because I closed the door, and cats hate closed doors. I thought he was <laughs> meowing quieter than he actually is. Oh, yeah, no, he's been very loud this whole time. I'm going to leave it in, though. He's climbed up onto my bed now, so I'm petting him until he stops meowing. I may I may put, every time you're speaking, Jeff, I may put the theme, uh, from the Catwoman's theme from Batman Returns. No one's like, going qui- to get that joke until you quietly. say this now. Yeah, exactly. Have you not... Un- do you not understand the premise of this show? Because oh. I feel like it's mostly me putting in jokes that don't get explained I, much. I don't listen episode. to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yes. talk about my internet thing. I was just about to ask you about oh, it. Oh, good. I've been waiting to be prompted for quite some time. <laughs> well, we were, we were on that hilarious yogurt. Thing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll pick a different thing if this is a taboo subject, but I've really enjoyed the memification of uh, that Nazi getting punched in the face. 
Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. It is pretty good. It's the best one. It's the there's one that's set to the boys are back in town, and every time <laughs> that the music stings, it's a, another him getting punched. It's pretty good. I like the there was one where uh, it was my heart will go on, and the singing swells and peaks at the punch. Another where it's the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure end thing. That's that yes song roundabout with the to be continued on it. Yeah, uh, it's all pretty good. I just. I also have you seen the one where he explodes in rings like he's a Sonic <laughs> enemy? Yes, I did see that. It's <laughs> it's, it's very satisfying for someone who talks in interviews about how uh, the black race, in his words, should be exterminated. Uh, it's very satisfying to see that person get punched in the face while he has a national platform to spread his evil. Have you watched the full, like, part, the interview with him speaking before he gets punched? Oh my god, I didn't see the whole interview, but I know that he's explaining (laughs) Pepe the Frog to the interviewer at the moment of the punch, and it's... Which is pretty good, but right before that, I don't know how far back the thing you watched was, but right before that, there's a woman walking past, like a a probably late middle-aged black woman walking past, and she's like hey, aren't you a Nazi? And he's like, no, I'm not a Nazi. And she's like, do you hate black people? And he's like, what? Uh, Whatever, black people are fine. And then they start talking about the frog, and then he gets punched. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah, he says that uh, neo-Nazis and the KKK don't like him. That's the part. Uh, That's as far as I saw. I didn't see the person walking by. Uh, It's so... You'd think, like, if you were a white supremacist and the two main white supremacist groups didn't like you, that, like, maybe there was something wrong with you? Well, I don't think... Okay, I think that, generally speaking, it's a pretty good metric if the KKK doesn't like you. You're probably not a bad person, by by and large. But if you want like, them to like you and they don't, then I feel like you must be doing something supremely wrong. Yes, I agree with that. But I think that just being like, yeah, no, the KKK and the white supremacists both don't like me, so that makes me a cool guy. I think most of the time that's a fairly okay statement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, um, uh, it's... I also I saw some photos of the Westboro Baptist Church uh, parading against Trump, and I'm like, oh, these are the most evil people in the world, and even they hate the guy. It's so <sighs> bizarre. You know what's, <laughs> what's so satisfying about it all, though, about the whole March thing, there's two things that make me very happy. Obviously, uh, on top of the main happy stuff. Pizza of and puppy to- dogs. People coming together and helping each other and blah, blah, blah. But... You know, that bullshit. Bullshit. Listen, no one cares about that. That's obvious. But number one, I love the fact that he had the press secretary come out and then he was talking to the CIA and, like, lying about how great it is. Because Trump trades so much on, like, not being phased by stuff, and even though he was acting like he wasn't phased, he was so upset... Doesn't that make you so happy how obviously upset he was? A little bit, but it's sort of like cold comfort, I guess. I guess. And then, like, people posted the pictures of him in church getting, like, blessed. Which, first of all, I think that's kind of a dumb thing that the president has to do. But second of all, he looked so unhappy being there. Yeah, I was watching CNN Live while he was in church, and he didn't know the words to America, tis of thee. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't either, but I'm not the president. I don't have to. Yeah, and I also, just... you wouldn't be the kind of president where your whole credibility hinges on how much you would know the words to a song <laughs> like that. Yes. Unlike fucking Trump. I can't believe the people who are like, oh, I'm extremely Christian, even though they're not. But they say they are. Yeah. Uh, so I, Trump's definitely the right choice. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? So what weird presidential tradition would you not do if you were president? Because mine would be, I would hella not go to church. They'd be like, hey, Mr. President, it's time to go to church. I'd be like, no. I'm gonna, like, I'll sign bills or, like, do a press conference. I'm not going to church. I'll do you one better. I'm not swearing in on a religious book. Same. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. I'll swear I in on a copy of the Constitution. Stuff. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do that stuff, but also I would refuse to shake hands with people I thought were dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. hey, Kim Jong-un? No. Fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'll no president has shaken hands with him. <laughs> I Well, or, like, bowed with him. No, like, I, mean, I don't like, think we meet with North Korea. I think that's part of the issue. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. But, like, Putin or, yeah, like, any... Yeah, that's a, and, a good example. <laughs> any of those like super assholes where it's like no 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 you're the president you have to be diplomatic no fuck you yeah. you're the worst mm, the trouble is you're saying the same things that Trump would be saying <laughs> I know you're saying them from the opposite side but yeah well yeah. it's like the whole thing and I don't want to get into it because it's like a real big debate and I don't know what side I come down on but the whole thing about like Obama going to the um uh, to the inauguration and people say you shouldn't but it was like it, it's a tradition so he has to be there or whatever and like I kind of want Obama to just be like hey I'm not president anymore I don't have to be polite to assholes so fuck you yeah it's been really disappointing yeah. since November his almost complete lack of leadership in this regard like yeah. he he tried to push some things through last minute which was nice uh, hopefully Chelsea Manning will still be getting out in May and that won't get undone but it's like Come on, guys. You said, like, November 8th you were saying uh, he would be an illegitimate president and it, he should not be allowed to enter the White House. November 9th you're like, we must ensure a smooth transition of power. Come on. Yeah. I don't even care. Like, I get why maintaining a smooth transition of power is important for the future of the country, and so you should support that. But, like... I'm not saying you shouldn't do your job as president. You should. That's, like, a big part of how you're able to maintain, like, us being better than them in this whole mentality. Yeah, but you don't have it's to be polite about it. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, you can still be like, Donald Trump comes to you and he's like, duh, what am president? How do this? And then you could just be like, I'm not fucking helping you. Like, you literally spent several years trying to tell people that I was from another country when you knew it wasn't true. You're a piece of shit. I'm not going to help you. I'll do my job, and I'm not going to do anything more than that. Yeah. All right, now we're just talking about the things we all agree on that are just going to make us angry. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I think it deserves talking about. It's one of the things we don't talk about. Like, Hillary definitely didn't have to be there, and people are sharing memes of, like, her face, her reactions, and it's like, I, I get it. Like, yeah, she's making sour faces, and that's fun, but she didn't have to be there. Yeah. She could have yeah. not shown up and been at the Women's March with everyone else. Yeah, I, it's weird to me that people at the Women's March, like, the biggest cheer was every time anyone said Hillary Clinton. And I just wanted to be like, I get it, but, like, there are better feminist leaders than her. I know she was, like, this close to being the first woman president, and that's super good, but I don't think she's a super great feminist 
Yeah, she's got a lot of problems. I mean, I feel weird criticizing her in a, a world that has come under darkness. Uh, <laughs> because she was the only shining light that could have saved us there at the end. Uh, yeah. But it's still, yeah, she's not great. Anyway, uh, random subreddit time. Yep. <sighs> okay, so I got... my... Oh, you go. Oh, yeah, no, you go first. I was talking a bunch. Okay. So I'm I got R slash Reddit Day of. Uh apparently there's a new topic every day and people are encouraged to research and post, blah blah blah. I shouldn't be reading this much of it, but that's apparently what it is. Yeah. So every day the moderators put out a topic and then everyone discusses it. Hmm. Interesting. I got Sounds real dumb and also like the premise of this podcast. But, uh I got the subreddit for Europa Universalis 4, which is a complicated strategy video game. R slash EU4. Oh, man. When I saw that header bar, I didn't see the Paradox uh, video game company logo, and I originally thought this was going to be, like, a really interesting thing about, like, the Magna Carta type <laughs> I thought stuff. it was going to be about, like, cartography, and that would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that would have been cool, too. Or, like, the <laughs> distant future when they formed the Fourth European Union. We should have noticed that Je- it was Jeff's random subreddit, so of course it was going to be about video <laughs> games. Hey, I didn't do it. <laughs> I think, I, I bet if we went back and looked at the statistics, uh... Of the the random reddits you've gotten, Jeff, I think a third of them have been about video games, and another third about comic books. I, that's probably true for all of us, because the top 5,000 that it pulls from are going to be all about video games and comic books. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Although, <laughs> I don't know, I think the last handful of episodes, I'm looking back at the re- previous episodes, it's been one, two, three, One week four, since one you looked at me. well there's the end song (laughs) yeah thanks guys i already own that one you saved me a dollar (laughs) Uh, it's been like 12 weeks since we talked about a video game or comic books so good good job guys i I mean we talk about them every episode It's been 12 weeks since we talked about video game or comic book. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> count no, right up. now in this song when we're going to mention Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't count up. If it did, the song would never end. It's like been a year since I started singing this song. <laughs> it's been one year and one week since I wished that I could kill myself rather than keep singing this. <laughs> never-ending one week. It's been one year and two weeks since I made that deal with the devil that I had to keep singing this song or I would die. <laughs> well, that seems like a win-win when you stop singing it then, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. It's been a hundred years since the bombs fell. <laughs> I mutated my DNA so I couldn't stop singing. It fused my brain with an iPod. <laughs> I have no mouth that I must sing. <laughs> It's been a thousand years, but war never changes. <laughs> Sounds like we are writing a pretty good sequel to Fallout right now. <laughs> oh, man, I wish that we didn't name all of our episodes just the name of the board we went to so that I could name this episode. I have no mouth, but I must sing one week. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Stuff. So what'd you get, Louisa? <laughs> so I got 
r slash photoshop request which sounds pretty charming uh apparently it's people with photos asking for people who like to just mess around with photoshop to help them out the problem I have with that board is that one of my favorite things on the internet is Photoshop trolling, where people ask for Photoshops and then other people, like, literally interpret their request and make something <sighs> they definitely don't want. That is my yeah, fucking favorite thing, and I follow a Twitter account that just does that, and he is amazing, and I will put the link for that on the Twitter. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> and so watching, like, going through Photoshop requests... If it's people actually helping people, which it seems like it is, uh, then I'm going to be sad. I'm going to wish it was people trolling them instead. True. Although it's nice sometimes when people are like, I have this photo of my grandma from 1930. Can anyone help me restore it a little bit? And people do a great job. That's pretty good. Yep. That's true. Uh, So I think that Photoshop request is the one. Yeah, I think Reddit Day Of is too many topics, and I don't really care about video games. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I like video games, I guess. I say that in quotation marks, I guess, because I like some of them, but I don't like most of them. I don't like video I... games as a subject, but I do like many specific video games. <laughs> yeah, I love playing video games. I think people talking about video games on the internet, unless the people doing the talking are very funny or smart is the worst, and I think we can all agree none of us are those things. Uh, I do like talking about some aspects of, like, the art theory behind video games, but that oh, is... Oh, you mean like like how video games can make you feel new emotions? Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, Super rage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hyper apathy. <laughs> I think I probably reached hyper apathy with some video games, like Final Fantasy Fifteen. I think most, uh, yeah, most JRPGs will, you'll hit hyper apathy pretty quick. Guys, I started playing uh, World of Final Fantasy this past week, and it's actually not that bad. Is that a phone game? It was a PlayStation Vita and PS4 exclusive, uh, and it's just Pokemon, but with Final Fantasy characters instead. Like you catch Final (laughs) Fantasy characters and add them to your team? Correct, and train them and evolve them into better Final Fantasy characters. That's somewhat <laughs> similar to the free-to-play phone game Final Fantasy Brave Exvius that I've been playing. I just added Ariana Grande to my team, because for some reason she's doing a cross-promotion with that video game. Yeah, you know all those Ari- Ariana Grande fans who play Final Fantasy? Like, you get her as a character, and one of the levels series as you can do is... Uh, a stop on her tour, and it plays one of her songs while you're fighting, like, Final Fantasy enemies. It's really (laughs) weird. I know you said that ironically, Matt, but I bet there are a lot of crossover, because now Final Fantasy has become sort of this weird anime, like, pedals in slow motion type of uh, things that a lot of uh, people will get into. She's pretty anime. What is the deal with that? Like, it seems so weird because I was watching just a couple weeks ago when they did that speedrun marathon, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. I watched a bunch of speedruns of games, and one of them was the original Final Fantasy game. And the first, like, four or five Final Fantasy games were pretty anime, but they weren't that kind of anime. Like, they were kind of gritty and dark and, like, huge epic like, war stories and stuff like that, and somehow it's become that every Final Fantasy game now has a J-pop song at the beginning of it? What happened? I mean, if you look at... They were like, oh, you know what? We like money. 
true. <laughs> you know, it'd be great making some money. But uh, does anyone like that? Apparently. I don't know. I I think that like Final Fantasy games have been declining in popularity because it's so much more about having lots of zippers and flower petals and, and J-pop songs than it is about like having a game that's fun to play. Uh 15 has <laughs> done pretty well. I think it's only trading on the name though. Yeah, probably, cuz I mean it doesn't seem very Final Fantasy-ish. It's just sort of like a Weird cyberpunk slash fantasy story set in a modern day that also has wizards. I saw somebody call it a bachelor party simulator, which it literally <laughs> is. Yeah. That's literally the whole plot of the game is just that. How how depressing is that? This is a game this is a game where the like the first installment was literally fighting the devil, and then the fourth installment was fighting the moon devil. And now your whole game is about a bachelor party? What the fuck are you doing? I, yeah, I got yeah. mad just seeing the box art in there. Like, there's a car. Like, there's a fucking literal car in this game. Yeah, oh, the, you know the uh, <laughs> that fantasy mount that you can get in all <laughs> fantasy video games. Car. Okay, yeah, but I'm gonna call you guys bullshit on that because I know both of you love Chrono Trigger, and there is a car racing segment of that game. Yeah, but they were like crazy. Cars, it's in the not, future like, a part. Real, literal goddamn car. If you told me this Final Fantasy game had a tie-in with four or something, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. You have to, yeah. You have to travel 1,300 years into the future and even then you only sort of get a steampunk motorcycle. Yeah, that's awesome. That's not the... Also, you have to fight a sentient steampunk motorcycle. Yes. That's great. That's all very cool. Just being like, I cast Fyraga from the backseat of this convertible is weird. <laughs> I wouldn't. I I am all about exploring new like mechanical stuff in games. I'm not opposed to you having a car in your game, but you have to have more game in your game than car. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Hmm, yeah. I think the shift has been due to the fact that the art has always been sort of uh, flower petally. It's been that like loose watercolor painted artwork by that same guy for all those years. Yeah, but that used to be yeah. a counterpoint to what was essentially nine pixels in different <laughs> yeah, colors exactly. hitting things with a sword. Exactly, but people liked it better. have to study the strategy guide to see what the characters were supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> those are the days. And there yeah. were genuinely times when two characters would be on screen and you would not know which one was which because they were so not that different yeah <clears throat> anyway photoshop requests yes that's fine i looked at the top <laughs> post of all time and it's boring yeah i also saw that one i thought it would be fun or a joke but it was just a pretty good restoration of an old photo yeah Yep. The problem is that this is a board that is going to be real people just asking politely for something and then other real people giving them that thing. Yeah. Yeah, this Twitter account that I love is very good in that uh, he puts together crazy things. Like, there's a girl with holding two um, uh, fishing poles out over a lake, and she's like, can you please make it look so I, like I caught a fish? So he photoshops it instead, so her two fishing poles are two giant chopsticks, and she's <laughs> holding a salmon sushi. <laughs> and it's great. That's fun. <laughs> I liked one where uh, somebody, there was like a, a couple, and then there was a woman in the background, and somebody said, uh, hey, can someone take this woman out? 
And so then the person photoshopped that woman into a restaurant with the person <laughs> doing it. And he's like, I took her out. We had a nice time. <laughs> I, uh, I think like the judgment calls where it's like some uh, young, conventionally pretty girl. And she's like, oh, there's this woman in the background who looks terrible, who's ruining my selfie. Can someone do something about this? And they like bring that woman much closer. And now they're best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Or like this woman, this woman's terrible fashion is making my photo bad. Can you make this photo less ugly? And then they Photoshop that girl's face out. <laughs> like, yeah, you're the ugly one, you dirt jerk. Yeah, I want to see more of those jerky requests instead of just like, hey, there's two photos and uh, each of the there's two people in the photo and only one of them is smiling in each photo. Please Photoshop them together, and then someone I... does it. <laughs> I do like. I'm looking at the third top post of all time. Uh, and it's about a guy with his ex-girlfriend, and he wants to have her edited out of the picture, and he tried himself. And the place where she was is just a series of perfectly triangular, like, <laughs> clips of of trees from the rest of the photo. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Am I missing something? I looked at the top one of all time, and this person's like, oh, these photos are bad, can someone make them good? And I see the bad photos, I don't see any good photos. Uh, yeah, yeah you have to go into the, the comments. Yeah, the responses. Alright. The thing is, I'm kind of making fun of this guy doing these perfectly triangular uh, stamps of the trees, but, like, I don't know. I'm not great at Photoshop. (laughs) I I genuinely don't know how some people do some of the stuff they do with Photoshop. Very carefully. (laughs) A lot of it's, like, making things up, really, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. But how? Like, are you just drawing a person's face real good? I mean, sometimes. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... I like this one where it's someone holding a dog's cheeks up, so they're making a crazy smile, and... Oh, I hate that one! The, they're asking <laughs> to have the photo, the hands photoshopped out, and it's very funny with the hands oh, photoshopped out. Oh my god, out. but, oh, uh, that... The dog's eyes look fake. Yeah. Like they're facing <laughs> forward. Dog's eyes shouldn't do that. <laughs> and like without the hands there, it looks like a Muppet made out of a dog's face. Yes, it looks like what uh, if a serial killer and a mu- and a person who makes Muppets like teamed up on something. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, another one of those subreddits that we agreed that we should try to avoid, where it's just pictures of stuff that we look at and laugh about. <laughs> no, 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 no. The main thing we needed to avoid, which we discussed, was ones where we just read text. I'm mm. okay with pictures, because at least we'll talk. The problem was when we did the ones in our early days, where it was like, oh, this is an interesting article. Eleven minutes of silence. <laughs> Uh, oh, I never read the sidebar. I guess I should. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's so, your job. Photoshop request is about... This is a subreddit where you can get your old pictures photoshopped. Need an old photo touched up? Want someone to make your face swap for you? Do you need a logo for something? Want your friend to be a fla- to be flying through space on a velociraptor? This is the place for any and all of your Photoshop needs. So, we kind of figure that out. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of hard to misinterpret... Uh... Photoshop requests. What yeah. else could it be? <laughs> Although we had a tough time with that ass credit one. <laughs> that yeah. one was weird. Like there <laughs> are some what I there are some where I really do need that sidebar to explain, but like some of them are pretty straightforward. Uh <laughs> someone 
submitted, can you please take me out of the picture? And it looks like it's a photograph from Seinfeld? Because George Costanza's in the background. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure I understand this one. I guess it's a joke from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. Do you remember that episode at all? Nobody? Nope! I don't Um, remember any episode of Seinfeld, even though I've probably seen a hundred of them. See, now this is... He's interviewing for a job, I think. He needs to make a good impression on somebody. And he sees a family photo on their desk, and he's like, oh, lovely family. And, like, somehow it comes out, the guy's still mad. He's like, yeah, this guy in the background basically ruined our day at the beach because he was an asshole. And it's George, and George remembers this, and he's, he tries to steal the guy's photo and have himself removed so the guy won't remember <laughs> that it's him. That's this one is good. a good troll of it, though. I mean, like, not only do they show the picture from the episode where the guy is just drawn in, yeah, but uh, they've got some other actual pretty good edits like one where the guy is replaced with george costanza and also kramer is photoshopped into the picture (laughs) pretty good uh there was one here it was my son's school picked the worst background and it looks like a forest fire is raging can you fix it and it's just a school photo and the kid is sitting on a prop uh, hay bale on, like, a, a wooden cart. And the background <laughs> literally just looks like a forest fire. I don't know what it's supposed to be, uh, but one of the responses was someone photoshopping that uh, that little girl into the photo. Who There's, like, a photo of her standing in front of a fire looking menacingly oh, at yes. the camera. Someone photoshopped <laughs> her into the foreground of this one. Yes. This is a crazy choice, this uh, backdrop, because I I guess it's meant to look like fall leaves, but it's clearly a tie-dyed sheet with all different colors of orange and yellow. (laughs) Can we talk about how everyone, and by everyone I mean just people with deep, deep psychological scarring like the three of us, uh, is constantly self-conscious about how they smile in pictures and how kids don't have that, and this kid is doing the worst, fakest (laughs) smile ever, but he does not seem to be worried about it. I just don't smile in pictures. Yeah, I don't smile in pictures either because I'm worried that I will end up looking exactly like (laughs) this kid in this picture. Uh, This kid has a real Macklemore haircut, and I don't like it. Fuck this kid. Yeah. Yeah, he seems pretty bad. How old, how long ago was this request submitted? Three months ago? This kid is probably in jail by now. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's definitely, uh, gone down for mm, rum running. Is that still illegal? What school does school pictures in November? That's normal. I think it was usually, like, mid-October for us. I don't think November is that bad. I thought it was end of year for, like, yearbook. I mean, I guess no, this no. kid's not old enough for yearbooks, but... It's not so much about yearbooks as it is about making fucking money by selling pictures to mm. grandparents and... In time for Christmas. Of kids. Yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I don't... I don't know if I have any of my school pictures anymore. I guess my yearbooks are somewhere in this house. <coughs> Yeah, I think all of mine are still in Louisa's house somewhere. I've been yeah, meaning... <coughs> ah, I'm dying. I've been meaning <laughs> to look for my yearbooks so I can, like, remember... There's some people whose, like, names I don't remember. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder 
how that person's doing. I want to look at their Facebook's public posts and not friend them. Uh, would it be funny, you guys, if I go back and edit the sound of Jeff's coughing over all of the meows that the cat is doing <laughs> outside of his door? No, I think that would be maddening. <laughs> Uh, what if you did really loud meowing instead of the coughing yeah (laughs) that would also be good (laughs) oh yeah maybe i should do that Uh, i'm just setting myself up to do more editing especially since i'm gonna be out of town this week so it's gonna be tough don't do that yeah i guess not (laughs) oh man a lot of these are pictures of people who died (laughs) that's what i'm seeing it's like hey my funeral for my beloved family members this weekend can you make this incredibly bad picture of them look good and like yeah these people probably can but you know what that's not going to help is this podcast to be funny yeah uh, people really need to start thinking more about how their requests hurt our podcast there is one here um please make this photograph of justin timberlake bald because i want to have a game where we pin his bad haircut onto him <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't good. see that, but I like that. He looks yeah. very weird bald. He looks like James McAvoy in Split. Oh, it's that picture of him that oh, everyone yeah. had the dog look like him. He looks like he's got ramen noodles on his head. <laughs> yeah. From the It's Gonna Be May meme. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Oh, I'm The way you did that made me like viscerally upset. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize I was going to until I got to the end of the sentence. So I was like, oh, I better do it, otherwise it won't make sense. It, I thought you might break into song after that, to be honest. You had a very sort of, like, Broadway vibe there going. Isn't the only sound in that song after that line a bunch of weird synth drums and stuff? Most NSYNC songs, the synth line is just a bunch of computer farts. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. What are you whispering? Oh, I was just trying to figure out what I was looking at. There's a picture. There's a post called uh, "My girlfriend made me put made me sorry. My girlfriend put makeup and a dress on me. I thought this was a nice portrait. I don't. Is he asking for something? Because I don't understand this picture or what the request is. <laughs> oh man, where is it? Drop us a link. I want to look at this. It's the it's the fourth oh, on the top it. of the second page. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna go into the comments and see what they want. <laughs> yeah, like the, there's a there's not a request, and b yeah, your girlfriend totally made you do this. What, yeah. What's your girlfriend's <laughs> name again, buddy? <laughs> I don't know. I had to have this dress. Like she made yeah. me keep it in my closet. <laughs> I don't yeah, like I mean, wearing it, but I have to. <laughs> it it looks good. Like it's fine. He can just wear this yeah. dress. He doesn't yeah. have to have a story about it. <laughs> Also, like, I guess the Photoshop request for this should be, can someone edit out the overflowingly full ashtray in the background? Because that's the (laughs) grossest thing ever. Oh, you know, I think the random tag means randomly Photoshop me uh, into different situations or photos. Yeah. Some of these are pretty good. Yeah. It's a lot of classic art portrait stuff. I think this guy's just bragging because he looks good. Yeah, it is. It's definitely bragging. (laughs) Yeah. Although it already looks photoshopped. That's what it was originally confusing to me because his head is so much bigger than his body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should get in those comments and tell him that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, if we ever get that roast me, 
uh, Reddit. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> I don't know why people would volunteer for that. Because they have low self-esteem. They're secretly hoping that someone's going to be like, we can't. Yeah, you're too perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, we tried. Like, everyone called everyone else and we tried. We can't do it. You're, you're too good. Oh, you know what? This guy's username is Goblin for life uh, <laughs> So it might be he meant girlfriend in the sense of friend that is a girl, and he is, in fact, a homosexual gentleman. I guess. I don't... I don't... I mean, maybe. I mean, he could also just have an ironic Reddit username. Yeah, I was gonna say like he may or may not be homosexual. I don't think that we are any closer to that answer by using the username <laughs> "cock goblin for life" as a clue. I just wanted That's to bring up the possibility. The we look at a username like that, and we're like, "Well, this isn't conclusive." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, but then I say enhance, and then Jeff, like, zooms in on the username, and then it says in tiny letters inside the Y. Yes, there's a Y in that, listeners. You have to figure out where. Uh, in the Y that says homosexual, and that's how we know. Oh, no, him and the girlfriend are engaged now. I clicked on his profile and went to his other posts, and he refers oh, to no. her as the fiancé. And not, oh, no, like, oh, what a tragedy. Oh, no, like, I, I made a wrong assumption about this guy. Are there I any think pic- he needs to just own this more. Oh, my girlfriend put makeup and a dress on me. I don't know. Like, just be like, I put on makeup and a dress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the that's what we've been saying. Yeah, yeah we need to say it more. Dresses feel bad. I like this. the name of this one. <laughs> this is funny. Can someone Photoshop... Can someone shop this photo and turn me into a centaur? Need for Tinder. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, I should have them do that for me. Yeah, Jeff. That would improve my should. Tinder so much. <laughs> oh, oh it's him in a bathroom in front of an open toilet. <laughs> yeah. Although I already have my oh, Tinder man. profile picture right now is me uh taking a photograph with Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple, so <laughs> I feel like that should are that should be as good or better than me photoshopped to look like a centaur. Yeah, you make yourself when, interesting with all the celebrities that you know. Yeah, when, like Olmec. <laughs> yeah. When Tinder first happened, I think we can all agree we were pretty depressed about the idea because it sounds really awful. But one thing that's really been a source of joy for me is Tinder profiles where the people clearly don't actually want to have sex with anyone <laughs> and they're like just trying to see what they can get away with. Yeah, it's funny. always pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, there's also the ones where they explicitly state in the profile that they're looking for a relationship, and I'm like, "What are you doing on Tinder? That's not what this is for." Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really get that. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who's a woman, and she's looking to meet women, and she's put up a couple profiles where people are just like, "Woman looking for a woman, I don't know, whatever," and they like leave their interests blank, and it's like, "What are you trying to do on Tinder then?" <laughs> Like, well, one of the issues there, the, the interests go by your Facebook likes. Like, you have to like pages, and it'll tell you what likes you have in common. That's crazy. Yeah. Can I say, uh, I haven't really, I used Tinder once just to see what it was like, but I, ha- I did use Match.com for a while way back when, and had a one summer of about 20 awful dates, so thanks, Match.com. <laughs> but anyway, um... I would say 80% of the profiles I read of women were like, 
<laughs> my friend like decided that I should do this, so they made a profile for me, and I guess <laughs> I guess I'll put up some things, but like I I don't really care. Like, <laughs> just my girlfriend put makeup and a dress on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is what I'm saying. Like. What are you, are you afraid that the other people on Match.com are going to be like, ha, you fucking goblin, you don't deserve to be on, like, we are on Match.com too! Look at you trying to get a date, loser. Yeah! What's the, like, just, just, own, why would you, why should anyone be ashamed of that? Just like, it's fine. It's like the way people meet now. And even if it wasn't, it's not like you were like, yeah, I'm single, so I started hanging out in a lot of truck stop bathrooms. Like, you're not doing something shameful. Yeah. Not oh, that hanging out I in truck love... stop bathrooms is shameful, I guess, but it's yeah. gross. It's probably <laughs> something you wouldn't want. Gross. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want your normal friends to know about. But, like, online dating. Yeah, your uh, yeah, your uh, temporary truck stop friends. <laughs> I would love to see it if people had LinkedIn uh, profiles like that. Like, I'm not really <laughs> looking for a job. I don't know, maybe. Uh, my friends made me sign up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I get a lot of, I get a lot of messages from people on LinkedIn, and it's like, hey, have you, like, updated your printer settings lately? And I'm like, I don't know who you are. You're clearly trying to sell me something. This is the worst way to do it. Yeah. Don't I'm pretend. just looking for a casual job right now. Yes, that's exactly it. Term. It's like if somebody's on a dating profile website and they're just like, I just want to fuck. Like, you ju- you got to sweet talk me a little bit first, guy trying to service my pitney bows. <laughs> service. All right. <laughs> Pitney bows, am I right? Uh, whatever that is, <laughs> I don't get it. It's something about. No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> no. Okay, that's good. It's, it was it something to do with armpits? Yes, it was. I know. Ah, gross. Good job, guys. Oh man. Nice work, team. Uh, armpit stuff. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. There's too much like passive I, I i get that it's scary in the world but there's too much passive like uh, i don't really want to do this but i have to but like no you obviously do want to do it it's okay or like i don't like this show people are making me watch it like no you can like it you can like a tv show that's fine the, yeah a lot of it is like when you say you genuinely like something a lot of people will yell down at you mm-hmm. like jeff yeah but at the same time yeah. <laughs> sorry i mainly just wanted to make that joke yeah, uh but <laughs> but at the same time like you gotta just be like listen i've done this too where i make fun of people for liking a thing yeah. but if 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 someone is making fun of you for liking a thing then they are the sad one yeah yeah that's the thing you just have to be like no i like it i don't care yeah if yeah. someone actually likes you they'll give you a hard time but then when you're like yeah but i just really like it then they're fine with it yeah, yeah, I, that's exactly the perfect answer because I want to not lose my ability to make fun of my friends for things that are dumb, yeah. but I also want everyone to know that I, I don't actually think less of you for liking things unless you like... Playing D&D as a bard. <laughs> <laughs> that was very specific and sudden. <laughs> Do you that have a it. story, Jeff? No, I just thought that that's, uh, co- that's a commonly disliked thing in gaming. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I'm glad you saved me because I did not have a joke for the end of that <laughs> sentence when I started saying it. 
<laughs> casting her around the room. It's like when you staple her. Uh... Well, the thing is, I started out the sentence saying, like, I want to accept people or whatever, but then I realized that it was the perfect form for a joke if I just kept talking, and I got to the part where the joke needed to go, and nothing came to me. Yeah, and it just gets funnier the more we keep talking about uh, metatextually the structure of the joke. Yeah, I this mean, is I... good. This is what this online course is about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. As we forgot to say at the beginning of like 45 episodes ago, this is an online course about uh, oh God, yeah. podcast you, comedy. You yeah, if you've listened dollars in tuition, and if you've listened to every episode, then uh, write a letter to Phoenix Online for your diploma or yep. whatever. Yeah, we're we're a we're a degree mill. Yes. <laughs> no, don't say that, Jeff. Then oh, won't sorry. Fall for it. Uh, sorry, you can get a degree in being a miller from us. <laughs> Wink. You learn out about all about the different flowers and can, stone can, sizes. Could you say Milner instead? It sounds more classy. Is that an actual thing? I don't think that's real. Yeah, that's making hats and all. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. I thought that was just a hatter. No... That's only if you're in Alice in Wonderland. That's only if you've gone crazy from mercury poisoning. Yes. Have you guys ever gone crazy from mercury poisoning? Because I yes. have a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is that nah, thing- I drink thermometers every day. <laughs> <laughs> if Is that what happens to you if you get super high on solder fumes? Because that has happened to me accidentally. Yes, well, that's lead poisoning. And okay. now that I am talking more, I realize that's what I had and it wasn't mercury. But- okay. Yeah, that's crazy. When you start to see those bright colors, you're like, yeah. wait a minute, there aren't bright colors happening. This, this is isn't bad. going insane. This is called getting high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what happened to me, for sure. Uh, I think that it's not actually... Oh, no, yeah, it is mercury poisoning from hats. I was thinking that it yeah. was some other poison that we just got all got it wrong and agreed. <laughs> but that no. wouldn't be surprising. Well, yeah, why I is there mercury in hats? It, it, it helps was to the felt something, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, it helps the felt something. <laughs> Back when it was wool felt, yeah, it was to, in hats. Wasn't it to help it so that the felt wouldn't like pull apart later? It like matted it down or something. Mad Hatter disease on Wikipedia. Here we go. Mercury poisoning. Yep. yep. Yeah, it must do that. Uh, the use it's of inorganic for curing felts to treat the fur of small animals for the manufacture of felt hats. Hmm. Yeah. Do people use mercury on human hair ever? Like when they're doing haircuts for humans? Sounds dangerous. Maybe not for yeah, haircuts, but... but maybe like uh, some sort of monstrous thing making thing like a hat out of human hair. Yeah, like back in the Louis the Fourteenth days, they did some weird shit to hair and like super dangerous stuff. But <clears throat> Well, they were wearing lead makeup on their faces at that time. Yes, that's true. Did you guys ever see that Johnny Depp movie, The Libertine? No, but I heard about it. it sounds familiar. It was, it was not very good, and it was really horrifying. Um, but part of it was about how bits of his face kept falling off because his he used uh, lead-based makeup for so long. I thought it was syphilis-based, no? Oh, yeah, it was syphilis, and it was both, like, I don't remember. Yeah. I was about to say I should watch that movie again, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, read the synopsis on Wikipedia <laughs> instead. Yeah. Yep. I found a website that sells hats made of human hair. <laughs> Gross. What? <laughs> what? Uh, you can get you can buy hats made of human hair. Here you go. How do you make a hat out of hair at all? I thought you were talking about those like 
super fancy haircuts that people do that just look like hats. I like that it's called hair hats. I mean, <laughs> if you can make it out of, like, rabbit fur or whatever, why not out of human hair? Isn't it too long? What kind of human hair? I don't think it matters. These hats look I disgusting. Think it does matter, and they do look disgusting. I think that they would look <laughs> fine if you didn't know they were made of human hair. This lady's hat in the middle looks fine, but the fedora, of course, is bad. And yeah. a baseball cap made of any kind of wool is a bad idea. See, I just posted a link to a YouTube video that is what I thought you were talking about, which I think is actually kind of awesome, which is a very elaborate hairstyle of a lady's long hair that has been styled up to look like a tiny hat on top of her hair. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of ones like that. Yeah. How I'm do people even do that? Mm, lots of, of practice. <clears throat> yeah. I had to turn that advertisement down because I really want to see this lady's hair. Skip ad. Oh, wow. Hey, that's pretty cool. She looks <laughs> like some kind of... Uh, steampunk or that one borderlands character who's like a circus lady yeah or like a horrible burlesque person like we were uh, talking about earlier so no she the, looks the, like a good fancy burlesque person there's the no main, good burlesque no <laughs> on the main opening page of hair hats there's <laughs> one comment at the bottom it says one thought on hair hats from jimmy sprinkles Usually those types of hats, referring to the ones above, aren't made out of fur. Just saying. I may have thought differently if you were to make fur hats out of fur, but this is just weird. Really weird. And the thought of lice is also kind of gross. Cheers! Yeah, I'm sure lice are going to survive the hat-making process. So that well, is a re review, question mark, from 2010. And they have left it up on their main page where they're trying to sell you hair hats for seven years. So that's great. I will say, I think Jimmy Sprinkles has some pretty good ideas, though. <laughs> like, you Agreed. don't make a baseball cap out of fur. Like, if yeah. you were making a top hat out of this, I could see it, because that's what Mad Hatters made out of fur. Well, there are wool baseball hats, because the original ones, of course, were wool. Yeah, the only material we had in 1900 was wool. So, like, why does these baseball hats look so whack? <laughs> oh, because it's not 1900 anymore. <laughs> I'm sure the ones in 1900 didn't look this bad. Mm, I'm gonna look up uh, old-timey baseball hats. Sure. <laughs> Wool baseball cap. Enter. Oh, they all look bad. Even, like, it's all modern-day ones. They look bad. They look fine. I'm looking at the first ever baseball hats, and I'm seeing some pictures. They're mostly made out of canvas. This is canvas. This is canvas. These are all canvas. There's a leather one. Oh, no, that's there's a copper one. That's weird. What if I look up first baseball cap, enter. Ugh, I did, and it's all first mate boating hats. Ugh. I looked up first ever baseball hat, and I'm looking at pictures now, and I have not seen a single wool one yet. Yeah, these are all pretty bad. They're bad, but they're not as gross as this hair hat. I suppose not. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I thought the... Maybe these hats aren't made with mercury, because I thought the whole point of the mercury thing was so that you wouldn't get lots of little fuzzies. Yeah. Like, and these hats are all fuzzies. It's just a big fuzzies. Yeah, yeah. and we all know, touch fuzzy, get dizzy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. Thank you for that super topical Yoshi's <laughs> Island reference, Jeff. It wouldn't have happened, but I went to the Nintendo store yesterday, and they have fuzzy plushies there to buy. Yep. That's crazy. I haven't thought about that since I played that game. Oh, that yeah. game is so good. That might be the best one out of the platformers that exist. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but it's uh, that game is so annoying. That fucking yeah, hearing the baby, baby cry is so yeah, bad. That's awful. That's an interesting, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier, uh, where a game makes you feel a bad emotion. That was <laughs> yeah. one of the early examples. Like, you're very motivated to get that baby back because the sound effect is incredibly bad to hear. Like when you hear the music that plays in Sonic the Hedgehog when you're about to drown, and even though you're uh, in Sonic you just the Hedgehog, you just turn off the Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> or any of the millions of games that speed up the music when you're running out of time. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, that's a popular Mario <laughs> one, but they still give you enough time that you should have finished the level by now. What are you doing? Yeah, you're fucking also- around trying to get that other uh, exit. <laughs> yeah. Also, the um, the like thing where in Legend of Zelda where you're low hearts and it just keeps chirping at oh, you and yeah. you're like, I fucking know I'm low hearts and you're not helping it. <laughs> That's You're all not. I'm thinking about how I'm about yeah. to die. <laughs> oh, you yep. know, I'm glad Pokemon stopped doing that. It now just goes bidoop, 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 and then doesn't do it anymore when you're yeah. low on health. Yeah. Uh, they fixed it. I hope that Breath of the Wild doesn't have any of that garbage in it. Nah, it's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be all that garbage. I'm afraid it's going to be the type of Zelda game that I don't like, because there's some that I don't like. I like most of them very much, but there's some I don't like, and uh, what if it's that kind? What if what kind do you don't like? Like, what are the aspects of a Zelda game that would make you not like it? I didn't. I really didn't like um, uh, fucking Majora's Mask because of that time limit where the days counted down. Yeah, I'm not good enough at video really games to deal well with the time limit. I appreciate that game on a craft level, but I don't enjoy playing it. It's a really good idea for a game that also is a really terrible idea for a game. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's such a new and interesting direction to go in a game, but at the same time, like, isn't the thing that everyone hates about video games having to do the same thing over and over again? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they set up a really interesting world where you can't save everyone in one playthrough, but then they made it really, really, really annoying to go back to the first day. You lose all of your money and items, and it sucks. Yeah, Any and game... all I ever want to do is side quests, and you get most of the way through one side quest, and it's like, well, time to start over. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I also, I put... in that game, I didn't like how sometimes enemies could get you from the side where the camera wasn't showing you out mm. in the open field. That really stressed me out, and I'm afraid this new one being an open world might have the same thing. That is a huge difficulty with the 3D Zelda games is the camera. (laughs) And I'm hoping that this one has a good camera. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I'm, I'm reluctant to believe, especially because like the worst, the worst thing that ever happened to Zelda series, in my opinion, is cell shading. And, uh, this one's got a a flavor of that, a (laughs) smackerel of cell shading. (laughs) It's not as weird looking as Skyward Sword was. Like, I liked that art style, but it kind of looked a little mushy in motion. Skyward Sword is not as big of a culprit as Wind Waker, in my opinion. Wind Waker is the worst. Like, it's such an ugly video game. I I disagree so strongly. I know that a lot of people disagree with me, but every time I see it, I just cannot believe how ugly it looks. It feels like playing a cartoon to me. It's all I ever wanted. 
yes, you got it. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Why it's terrible. Mm-mm. Yeah, Zelda. All the two D Zeldas are cartoony, and for some reason, Ocarina of Time came out, and people were like, "This is hyper realistic, and I want this." And I'm like, "No, this looks like Dragon Ball. Like it's still cartoony. It's just prob- uses darker shades of green." The problem is that all the two D ones were cartoony. Well, I don't know. The, okay, uh, uh, Link to the Past is certainly cartoony, but it's good cartoony, whereas, like, <clears throat> Wind Waker looks like a child drew it. Like, the body shapes are all bad, and, like, le- we're not even getting into Tingle, you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's No, not I, I agree that Tingle's bad. He started in Majora's Mask, though, to be fair. Okay, well, that's fine. That's bad. We all agree that's bad. <laughs> But, uh, I think that his redesign for Wind Waker was a little better, uh, that he genuinely looks like some weird sprite instead of what he is in Majora's Mask, which is a fairy old man dressed up like an elf fairy boy. He looks like that all the time anyway, though. I mean, he is yeah. just a pedophile. That is the character, yep. right? <laughs> yeah, he's very gross. I don't like him. It's not even It's not even subtext of his character. He's a pedophile. Like, he yeah, dresses I mean, they like, cutesy it up a bit. <laughs> he dresses in a unitard like a fairy to lure children to talk to him. <laughs> That's what he does! So he can sell the maps. <laughs> yes! Oh my uh, god. Yeah, I don't like Tingle either. Okay. You know... But, like, the I'm just saying all of the characters in that are drawn in the, the style of cartoon I hate the most, which is where they aren't intended to look like people. They, yeah. like, their bodies are, like, bad shapes. It's like that Adventure Time shapes. style. Yeah, kinda. And I don't like that style. Mm. I like Adventure Time, but for the writing more than anything else. You're strongly in the minority there. I read yeah. the... I read Adventure Time for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> I like the writing of Adventure Time as well, but the art style I don't love. I like yeah. that little things have faces on them. I think that's cute. But, like, I don't <laughs> like Finn's arms always being all noodly. Don't care for that. Yeah, I don't have any particular uh, opinion on the art style, but I think the animation is gorgeous, and I think that the art style sort of enables that, which I think is similar in Wind Waker. Like, because Link has such a huge head, he can have a really expressive face, which he didn't really before. Um, You know, sometimes I think about spirit tracks, and then I wonder if I imagine the game. Like, I'll think about it for a little bit. I've never played it. Was that in a different game where you ride a train? Was there a whole game about riding a train? Yeah, man. I'm not There's a whole game about riding a train where Zelda's a ghost. Yep. That's cool. And I haven't played that game. stamps but... in your stamp book for visiting all the different train stations? I haven't played it either. It takes place in the new Hyrule that uh, Wind Waker, Link, and Zelda establish at the end of that game. They, like, go off into the sea, and they're like, we're gonna find new land and make a new Hyrule, and then years pass on Spirit Tracks is there. You know, okay, you know what uh, Wind Waker reminds me of is Disney's Hercules, where, like, all Ooh, I through- I love that one. <clears throat> all through your history, Disney, you drew people to look kind of like people, and now- You've just given up on that, and you're going to make Megara's waist thinner than her wrist, and you're going to make curly cues on instead of nipples and chin clefts, and, like, you're just throwing that away for a stylistic choice, and I get why you're doing it, but I hate it. Yeah. I, um... 
I think that the way the style in Zelda games has evolved to be... Like, I think Twilight Princess is probably the prettiest Zelda game uh, besides Wind Waker. But I think that it, it, without being super stylized, is also very gorgeous. Because uh, it sort of maintains some of that cartooniness and that fun battle system uh, and, like, animations and stuff. But it's, like, it's got a little more of the, the grown-up, it-looks-like-the-manual kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like if that game hadn't had so much fucking being a dog in it, I probably would have finished it. But I didn't yeah. because ah. I had to spend so much time being a fucking dog. Yeah, the Zelda I games like the you dog. don't have to be another creature. I'm not real into that. Hey, you know what's the coolest thing about uh, Link is that he's got a cool sword and shield. You know what dogs can't use? A fucking sword and shield. That's his one thing, my dude. That's all he's uh, got. I like... I like Wolf Link. I think this fact that you don't even put on your green tunic until an hour into the game is one of the biggest problems, and it. it's so poorly paced. <laughs> yeah, that's bad too, but what what do you like about Wolf Link? You lose all of the things. I think that it's uh, fun to play as in those short little like battle segments. But I then... really don't like in games, narrative RPG adventure style games, where you lose all your stuff halfway through the game and it's like, oh, you better like figure out what to do with your ingenuity. No, I got better at playing the game with all the things that I got and I want to keep <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah. this. Hey, what's the deal with games recently where you start out at like super high level with all the stuff and then like 10 minutes later you lose it all and have to start over? Fucking stop it. I... I get it. Like, I'm going to follow you on this ride and believe that the game will be awesome later. You don't need to give me a teaser for it yeah. at the beginning. The only time I'm fine with that is if it's a sequel, and, like, at the end of the previous game, you had a bunch of upgrades, and they need to explain why you don't anymore. I like when the sequel doesn't even do that. Like, I, I've... There have been a couple of sequels where you still have all that stuff, and then they're like, but now things are so much harder, you need to get even more new stuff. I like that too, yeah. The Legacy of Kane series did a really good job with that, because, like, when you're Raziel, you're like, at the beginning, you're like, you need to get wings and claws and shit. And then at the beginning of the second game, they're like, you got wings and claws and shit, but now there's zombies that can't be killed by that, so you need to learn magic. Like, yeah! Awesome! (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the Batman Arkham games did a good job of that, like, starting you with more and more stuff in each game, yeah, and then giving you way more stuff to unlock. Yep. Yeah, more of that. But even if we can't have that, just stop making me start at level 99 <laughs> and then go back to 1. I just don't... I get it. I know what you're doing. I'm not going to be surprised by it. Yeah. Imagine if you believe that. You're just like, whoa, I guess uh, you just start the game and it's really fun right away. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, I got some kind of weird glitch and, and I'm already level 99. Like, this is awesome. You get on Reddit to tell everybody, look, I took yeah. pictures. I have this great sword. Yeah. Oh, you know what game uh, I genuinely love that does start out that way and it's annoying? Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yes. Uh, but there is a glitch where you can, if you, like, get damaged and fall into the room where uh, death takes away all your stuff, he doesn't spawn properly, and he doesn't take away your stuff, and you can just continue with all the best items, and it uh, <laughs> makes it very fun as a casual experience rather than the, like, hardcore action RPG that it normally is. I think more games need to lean into the concept of, like, this game isn't gonna be super fun, 
And so <laughs> we're just going to give you the tools to make it as fun as you want it to be. Because there's a lot of games that I've played where I'm like, I kind of want to know how this game goes, but I, I'm not super psyched for it. And then if there's a thing where it's like, hey, for 99 cents extra, you can like have this sword that kills everything instantly. It's like... Yeah, all right, I'll do that, and then I don't have to play the game, really. <laughs> oh, man, I would love if Dark Souls had that option, because that game's too hard for it to be fun for me. Exactly! And, like, if I really loved that game, I would put in the time and effort to get through it, but I don't, and so I just don't care. Getting better at it is not fun for me. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm not good enough at sort of the twitchy uh, gameplay aspects, like dodging at the right time or like knowing exactly when in the enemy's pattern to swing your sword at them once and repeat that a hundred times like i'm it's not fun to me <laughs> yeah see this is proof that we're getting old because this is what happens when older people are like oh that new meme i don't know anything about that and when you're like a teenager you're like oh, what you don't know anything about that don't you pay attention to the world old man but then when you get older, you're like, yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> I don't about know. these memes. I, I don't care about hey, getting hey, through hey, this hey, super hey, hard hey. game. If you were 14 hey, when Dark Souls hey, came out, I hey. bet you would care about getting super good at it. You're slinging some real hateful shit here, Louisa. <laughs> and I just want to point out to you that Jeff and I care very much about memes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. One, I care a lot about knowing about the newest memes. Two, when I was young, all I played was JRPGs because they're the easiest video games. Yes. Well, disagree. They're like 80 hours long. Yeah, but you're never going to be challenged by anything you have to do. And if you are, you just spend like an hour leveling up and then it's not hard anymore. Yeah, but that's the thing. The commodity you have plenty of uh, time. Uh, yeah. Time is the commodity you have plenty of. So I also, <laughs> I also really liked Kirby games, which are two hours long and incredibly easy, but make me smile a lot because they're fun and nice. Yeah. Yeah, I play a lot of games on the easiest difficulty setting these days, and I used to play them on a harder one because I was like... Uh, I'm not really a real gamer if I don't play yeah. it on a harder... But fuck that, who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. I paid money for this enjoyment for myself. I'm not gonna not enjoy it because of some weird reason. <laughs> yeah, like, there have been a couple games that I've played where I've been like, this is too easy and thus not fun. Mm -hmm. But by and large, when I play a game, if I'm kicking ass at it, I'm like, yeah! I'm, <laughs> this is great! Yep. This is the feeling I never get in my life. <laughs> Everything's all sorted out. <laughs> I'm succeeding at something. <laughs> Dad, come look. I always play on normal difficulty, and sometimes one of the things you unlock for beating a game is, uh, like, hardcore mode, and I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. yeah. I beat the game. Why would I want to That's... play again at a difficulty that I couldn't beat it at? That's why New Game Plus is great, because that's basically yeah. unlocking a new uh, version of the game that's way easier, and that's exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah. I love New Game Plus modes, and I wish that... You know what game I, uh, series I wish would have New Game Plus? Pokemon. Because I like playing yeah. the single player, but I don't want to lose all my Pokemon. That's why you just do the Pokebank thing, and then upload them all into the Pokemon bank, and then start a new game, and then just get them all back out of the bank. Yeah, but sometimes there's, like, event Pokemon that you cannot get, that you, like, can't put into the bank and can't get again, and I'm like, I don't want to lose that. Is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, sometimes. It's not often, but it happens. Uh, I know there was, there was definitely one in, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. There was one that you couldn't trade or, uh, anything, and, or transfer. 
There's uh, plenty that you can't trade or transfer that you can put in the bank, because I have the bank and I did that. Well, yes, but there's ones that you can't get out of the fourth generation games so that you can put them in the bank, because they're not compatible with the fourth generation games. So if you can't get them to, like, black version or white version, you can't put them in the bank. I'm not sure that... Uh, okay, alright. Yeah, they have to be in, in black, white, or black 2, white 2 in order to get to the bank, and if you can't get them there, you can't get them to the bank. Yes, okay. I mean, whatever you say, I'm sure you know better than I do, but I, I didn't have trouble with any of the lots of Pokemon that I had, so... Yeah. I beat the game this uh, oh well. morning, uh, Pokemon Moon. I became, took you long enough. I became the island champion, and... I wanted to then be like, all right, I'm the champion. I know there's this extra area I can go do more challenges, but I want to go just fill up my Pokedex for a little bit. And every fucking place I go in this game, there is someone who comes up and challenges me without the option for me to say no, who is super (laughs) fucking difficult. Why is this happening? I don't know. I haven't had that experience. All I did was I immediately went and talked to Looker and then was like, "Mm, I don't feel like doing that and stopped playing the game. Uh, I was trying to walk along the beach and then those two people who were super into Zygarde came up and were like, hey, you're really good now. We're going to challenge you with our five Pokemon and you don't get a chance to say no to this challenge. (laughs) I was trying to walk on the beach. (laughs) I just want to hang out on the beach, please. (laughs) I do. I just want to catch some fish Pokemon. You guys are experiencing what it would really be like to be the champion because people would be challenging you all the fucking time. <laughs> They'd be punching Houdini in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> anyway, it's bad because they're super well, tough. Why is this happening to me? Like I, all the other games, once you beat it, the people you'd meet were like half your level, basically. And you're like, yeah, I'll do this if I want. This is, you know, pretty easy. But there, it's a really big challenge. I guess people wanted the game to be harder. I don't want it to be harder, though. Help yeah. me. <laughs> Somebody uh, help me. I have no help for you. <laughs> you just need to do the same cheat strategy that I've been telling you since the beginning for Pokemon, where you just level one Pokemon up to level, like, 75, yeah. and then just have that be your leader, and then if anyone challenges you, you can easily destroy them. Yeah, I did that. But people keep challenging me with the things that I don't have on my team, like my weaknesses. Like, everybody is able to do that? How is this possible? It feels like a personal attack. Here's the thing about Pokemon and the way you play it, Louisa. You do it wrong. You do it wrong. No, I do it correctly (laughs) where I have a powerful team and could defeat any challenger. I have a powerful team. No, you don't. They're all... If you have weaknesses, you are not powerful. You have a Jigglypuff on your team. He's the greatest. You didn't evolve it! Yeah, of course not. It's not going to be strong enough to beat anything! It's doing fine. It's in the levels in the 70s. Don't even worry about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm just telling you that there's a reason why you can't beat these people, and it's because you have a bunch of pink balls on your team. No, just the one, and then I have all the Tapus and the fucking legendary Pokemon. Matt, this is your fault for bringing up New Game Plus. How is this my fault? <laughs> For being friends with us. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot believe that you guys can still talk about Pokemon. I <laughs> have another podcast just of that, and yet you still talk about it on every fucking about, episode. We don't just talk about it because the, uh, the format's too constrictive. Yeah. Well, that's your problem. Yep. And also, goddammit, how often do we talk about comic books, which I have zero interest in? At least you've played yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, true fact. 
We don't. We haven't talked about comic books this episode at all. <laughs> you Wait, did talk we? about the Arkham Asylum video game for a minute. That, yeah, was, that was a video was game. Very brief. Yeah, and and we didn't mention comic books at all. Mm, it's connected. We talked this about a video game over just anyway, <laughs> just like the Pokemon video game that you refused to stop talking about. I was just playing it. It's on my mind. Uh huh. So I have to talk about it every episode. Yes. <laughs> that's <Mate>. reasonable <laughs> so i hope you guys enjoyed our pokemon uh yeah, i was gonna say fan it. cast but it's more like in-depth uh strat cast where no one knows how to play the fucking game but we all argue about it anyway because no, i know idiots. how to play the game pick the cutest pokemon don't let them have any status moves fuck that get attack moves only the end I will say, I always, whenever they ask me if I want to forget a move, I'm always like, okay, which of these is not an attack move? And yeah. then get rid of that. Exactly. <laughs> I when do you never... ever need to do take a whole turn to raise your special attack? Yeah. Fuck I don't that. that nah, no, it's good. You want, <laughs> but... you want to use a sword stance, and then you'll be so much more powerful for the rest of the battle. No, never. Well, this is why you keep losing. <laughs> I don't keep losing. I am the champion. You complained about how bad you lose all the time. I did not complain about that. I said I was mad that people kept challenging me. <laughs> okay, we really need to stop, please. please. <laughs> I've gotten past anger, and I'm just begging you guys to please stop talking about this every episode. Please. <laughs> we don't talk about it every episode. You really do. Last episode, I just edited it earlier this week, and I had to go back and bleep out every time anyone said the word Pokemon, because I <laughs> promised... You have to do that. I promised yeah, that, that is we weren't going to say Pokemon. Yeah, you do that to yourself. <sighs> you have done that yourself. I asked you guys not to do it, the and then you did Pokemon it anyway. Kenobi. Anyway... For the love of God, can we please not talk about Pokemon next week? I mean, we'll try, but I'll still be playing Pokemon next week. Yeah, so that's can the you problem, not? Is that a possibility? Could you no. do anything else? Impossible. Anything else? I'm sorry, I I can't. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't understand that. Could you rephrase it? <laughs> Jeff is Jeff is just the computer in a Zork game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. All right. It's true. Use key and lock. I don't understand key. <laughs> I don't understand use. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh. Look at glossary. <laughs> I don't understand look. <laughs> oh man, those games have to train you so hard on what words they want you to use. Ah, I'm afraid I can't do that, Zork. <laughs> I feel like playing those games so much when I was a kid is legitimately why I'm good at IT now. Because <laughs> Zork, that's open I... the pod bay doors. <laughs> because that's what I have to do every time somebody calls my, my uh, help desk. They're always like, okay, I can't do anything. All right, can you open the start menu? Uh, I don't understand start menu. Okay, can you open the menu where the power thing is? Uh, I don't understand open. Okay, can you click on, like, yeah. it's just that game, but with stupid people instead and then you get eaten by a groom thank you matt i think you forgot that you sent us this picture of super saiyan bernie sanders and i, I only just now clicked on it yeah <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> yeah i sent that a while ago it's pretty oh, good though that's pretty excellent <laughs> yeah well 
<laughs> bye. Uh, all right. No, you can't say it's bye. Spam. No, no. Well, I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, if you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please make sure to tell your friends about the show so we can grow. Uh, send us in some uh, messages about what you think of the show and if we can do a better job uh, at uh, seeing Reddit on Twitter or seeing Reddit at gmail.com. We probably won't do any of the things you suggest, but uh, can't hurt. Can't hurt to try. Unless it hurts our feelings. Don't do that. We have Please no feelings. <laughs> we I have, have no some, feelings. I have some feelings. <laughs> Jeff has don't some feelings. feelings. The rest of us don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff, as you know from listening, and you can find me on Twitter at J3FK. Go to patreon.com slash JeffJK, and please give me money. I need it a lot. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm Louisa, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. Alrighty, so I hope you guys come back next week, and until then, I know it's a really scary world out there, and so it's so important to remember that you keep your pockets on Shrek. Uh, uh, don't read the comments. Just say ASMR. I think it's so good. (laughs) Yet spam. Yeah, that's gonna be a good end song. (laughs) You have to layer it over me doing that. I I only did that the one time when we sang all of Smash Mouth All Star. That's the only song everyone knows all the words to. I bet Louisa and I easily know all the words to One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. There's ten times as many words in that as there are in All Star. They sing so much faster. Yes, but Louisa and I used to be very big Bare Naked Ladies fans. Yeah, Yeah, I forgot you had a scene in concert most. You had a Bare Naked Ladies cover band. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we called ourselves fully clothed gentlemen. (laughs) Live nude girls, the Bare Naked Ladies cover experience. (laughs) That only plays Motley Crue songs? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that would be really great if you were... uh, That is a concept that exists. A band that only covers other uh, band (laughs) songs in a different band's style. There's Metallica. They cover Beatles songs as if they were Metallica. What if you did a band that just covered Bare Naked Lady songs or Motley Crue songs? Like, didn't do a different <laughs> style. Those were just the two bands you did covers of. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I feel like you'd be a really good wedding band. <laughs>